that all of you are ready for the message I have for you today as we continue our study on the four horsemen of Revelation. That's the subject we're speaking on at the present time, the four horsemen of Revelation. And incidentally, this is going to be our fourth message on this subject. One of the greatest prophecies in the Bible telling us uh, what we can expect as this age draws to a close is found in the sixth chapter of the book of Revelation. It's the prophecy of the four horsemen. Now this prophecy tells us about four great world-shaking events that will take place in the last days before Jesus returns to set up his kingdom on the earth. Now in our previous messages on the four horsemen, we found that the horse in the Bible is a symbol of aggression. The horse is generally connected with war. Now these four horses that we read about in Revelation chapter 6 speak of four different world conditions that we can expect as this age comes to a close. Yes, beloved, there are going to be four different movements that will bring great distress upon the earth as uh, we approach the end of this uh, age. Now we're not going to be here to see these judgments that we read about in Revelation, the sixth chapter. We might see a foreshadow of, this, of these judgments. We might see things shaping up for these judgments. In fact, as we look at the world situation today, we can see things heading up for the tribulation. We have many, many signs today of the approaching uh, tribulation. And beloved, here's what I say. If we can see signs of the approaching tribulation, Think of how near we must be to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ because the rapture of the church must precede the tribulation. Beloved, if we can see signs all around us of the coming tribulation and we can see them uh, beyond any shadow of a doubt, think of how near the rapture must be because the rapture has to precede the tribulation. Now, let's continue to notice some more things pertaining to this great prophecy of the four horsemen. Will you open your Bibles to Revelation, the sixth chapter? Let's look at some more things pertaining to the rider on the white horse. It says here in the second verse, And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another, and there was given unto him a great sword. Now here you have two of the four horsemen. You have here a white horse and a red horse. Now the rider on the white horse is none other than the Antichrist. And the reason he comes riding on a white horse is in order to imitate the Lord Jesus Christ. Now when the Antichrist comes into power, he's going to pretend to be a great peacemaker. You know today the nations are looking for someone to show them the way out of their difficulties and to solve the economic and the political and the social problems that confront the nations of the world. And the Word of God tells us that after the rapture has taken place, the rider upon the white horse is going to come forth conquering and to conquer. He's going to be a man with the combined genius of a military leader and a leader in the financial world. He'll be greater than Alexander the Great. He'll be greater than Julius Caesar. He'll be greater than Napoleon. He'll be greater than Hitler. He'll be greater than Stalin. He'll be greater than Roosevelt. 
the levied, no one's going to be able to stop him. Now, the only thing that's keeping the Antichrist from making his appearance is the presence of God's people in the world. As long as the Holy Spirit is here in his restraining capacity, the Antichrist cannot make his appearance. You read that in 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, verses 7 and 8. Read that in your Bible, 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, verses 7 and 8. As long, now hear me, beloved, as long as the Holy Spirit is here restraining lawlessness, uh, the Antichrist cannot make his appearance. But when God's people go up at the rapture, then the devil is going to put the Antichrist in the world. You know, when the devil took Jesus to a high mountain and offered him the kingdoms of the world and their glory, if, uh, if he'd just fall down and worship him, Jesus didn't dispute the devil's ability to give him those kingdoms with their power and glory. You know what Jesus said? He said, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only thou shalt serve. But you know, one of these days the devil will find the man who will accept his terms and that man will be the Antichrist. That's the rider on the white horse. Beloved, everything is shaping up for the Antichrist to come. And the Antichrist is going to plunge the world into the greatest war of all time, a war that will end in the battle of Armageddon. Listen, beloved. Such bloodshed and murder has never been known since the beginning of the world, as will be known during the reign of the man of sin. Listen to what it says. He's going forth conquering and to conquer. That's what it says here in your Bible. He's going to come in as a great peacemaker. He's going to go out as a lion. You know, that's why Jesus said when he gave his great sermon on Mount Olivet, he said in Matthew the 24th chapter, verse 22, he said, except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, that's Israel's sake, those days shall be shortened. Now the rider on the white horse is going to come forth as a great peacemaker, but it will only be a temporary peace. Let me give you the scripture on that. Turn with me to 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse 3. Here's a very neglected prophecy. Listen to what it says in 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse 3. For when they shall say peace and safety, when the world says peace and safety, and beloved, they're just, they're saying that right now. They say, oh, we're not going to have any more wars. We're, they're saying, well, everything's nice and peaceful. We can all live together. And we have, a, we have the modernistic preachers preaching the universal fatherhood of God and the universal brotherhood of man. And they say, we're going to bring in the kingdom through man's uh, efforts and through our wisdom and through our puny efforts. Listen to what it says. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse 3. Because they've rejected the Son of God. And so the rider on the white horse is none other than the Antichrist who will try to establish a world peace without the Prince of Peace. And by the way, let me ask you the question. Who's riding the white horse in your life? Who's getting the victory in your life? Is it the Lord Jesus Christ or Satan? Let me say before I close, I want to offer you a prophecy based upon God's Word. Beloved, this world is going to be bathed in blood before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ to set up His kingdom. You and I are not going to be here because we're going to be in the skies at the marriage supper of the Lamb. But if you're not saved, beloved, you're going to be left behind to face the wrath of God. 
Oh, may you come to Jesus Christ right now. Oh, that you might trust Him. Oh, that you might receive Him. Oh, that you might accept Him. And then you can be ready to go at the rapture when the Lord Jesus Christ comes with a great shout. Now, we'll continue our studies tomorrow right where we left off today as we bring the next message on the four horsemen of Revelation. So you be sure and listen to the broadcast tomorrow. Now, beloved, may I remind you again that it's your faithful support that enables us to keep our broadcast on your station and to support our 22 missionaries who are working among the Jews. Will you write us today and let us know that you're standing with us? The only way that we have of knowing that you care is when you write and tell us. And if you'll write us today and send a contribution for the support of our work, we'll send you our new Jewish home calendar for 1984. I think this is the most beautiful calendar that we've ever produced. It shows all the important Jewish holidays. It has scripture verses for each month of the year and contains 12 full-color pictures of the Holy Land. When you write, just ask for our Jewish home calendar. That's all you need to say. Send your Jewish home calendar, and we'll send it to you just as soon as we receive your letter. Just address your letter to the Christian Jew Hour. That's the Christian Jew Hour. Post Office Box 345. That's Box 345, San Antonio, Texas, 